Welcome to Gain That Tune. What's going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Oh, yeah, fellas. Man, it's uh, it's going to be a good night tonight. It's uh, Game That Tune, episode 148. And if you're just joining us here on Game That Tune, it's a highly inappropriate episode to join us. I mean, seriously, 148? Why are you starting here? No, I'm kidding. You can do whatever you want. But we're going to listen to some video game music. We've each brought three songs from a game. Uh, we're going to play, uh, play the tunes, guess the games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off, have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And the... Uh, Hold on, I'm, I'm thinking hard. Let me think. Who was the winner on last week's episode? Somebody who hadn't won in a while. Oh, it was me. Me was the winner of uh, last week's episode of Game That Tune, despite all the crap I gave him about his appearance in Mario Kart Wii. Uh, the winner was me. And the theme I picked for tonight's episode, one that's very near to, near and dear to my heart, and possibly near and dear to Jesse's heart. We've both uh, been enduring similar uh, similar fandoms. It's a Florida-specific theme, but uh, he's getting a little national uh, national attention these days. The theme is Blake Bortles. Um, if you don't know what that means, uh, yeah, Blake Bortles, he was the quarterback for my beloved Jacksonville Jaguars for the last five years. And he was a fascinating player due to his inconsistency and general awfulness. Um, since entering the league on my beloved team in uh, 2014, he threw more interceptions than anybody in the league. Uh, he led us to the championship game at one point, uh, and you know, we ultimately lost. And uh, yeah, it's just been a general uh, like endurance test for how long fans of the Jaguars could deal with him. So tonight's theme is games that were not very good. But you, you played them anyway. Maybe you were stuck with them. Maybe you paid them $50 million, these video games, to throw a football, and they didn't do it very well. Uh, or maybe How you got them... How would a video game throw a football without, like, arms? It's you know, That's why you shouldn't pay it $50 million. A video game is not a very natural thrower of a football. Uh, also, a quote to Blake Bortles. Um... But yeah, or maybe you got the, you know, the game as a gift from grandma. Maybe you rented it at some point and, you know, you had a lost weekend and this was the only game that you had been able to rent and you had to play it. Uh, you know, maybe it was, you know, who knows? Who knows why there used to be a time when we'd be stuck playing a particular game when we had to suffer through it. But that's the theme for tonight's show. We've got four great games. We've got a great fan request. And uh, I think we got some great soundtracks from some uh, pretty crappy games, possibly some hot takes tonight. Somebody might have to justify some things. So uh, unless there's any further ado, guys, I think we got to throw this ball deep into the hands of a waiting defender for a, an opposing touchdown, Blake Bortles style. <laughs> and uh, yeah, get six, the show on baby. the road. Exactly. Oh, we should have done six games. We should have picked six. Oh, Damn it. shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> Instead, what we a picked fumble. five. That was Blake, Blake Bortles' number was five. So, That's yeah, true. we fumbled the theme, Bortles style. <laughs> uh, I have a confession. I don't know what a pick six is. <laughs> We're going to school you tonight, John. Uh, it was Blake Bortles' signature finisher. If he was a wrestler, he would have pulled the pick six <laughs> oh, on somebody. God. That's where he gets pinned um, himself somehow. <laughs> he self-defeats in everything that he does. A reverse um, small package and he gets pinned yeah. himself. What? How the hell? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're, so yeah, uh, Bortle style, Johnny. Start it up, man. Game one.
Right, guys. So uh, this game uh, received an updated version released in Japan only in the year after it was initially released. This updated version included the ability to customize your controls, introduction of weather, and actual pictures of the titular vehicle. Who's feeling good? Anybody need uh, additional trivia? Nope. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, I received this game for Christmas in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I remember that Christmas. <laughs> yeah. John Regan says lap record, club mix. Uh, pretty close. <laughs> Uh, Jesse says Spy Hunter, which is unfortunately incorrect. And David says Cruising USA, also sadly incorrect. No, this is, uh, I was trying to think of a fun way to say it, but no, you know, uh, the, the reference I made to uh, the game having images of the titular vehicle, I was hoping would clue you in. This is Automobili Lamborghini for the Nintendo 64. Um, what was that name? Automobili Lamborghini. <laughs> Are you sure you're not just making fun of Italian people when you say that? That's what it sounds like you're doing. I didn't use the accent, John. <laughs> yeah. That, that sounds vaguely racist. I had to try really hard to not use the accent while I said that. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It's an Italian Lamborghini. Automobili Lamborghini. <laughs> okay, that has pushed into outright racist. Yes, it has. <laughs> well, you're allowed to make fun of Italian. 
Yeah. Yeah, they're you know they're white at this point. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's an Italian racing game made by a French company, which I think explains why that theme song had someone saying "lap record" in such a very odd way. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, Christopher Lambert <laughs> providing the voice. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check oh, on man. what the French for "lap record" is and why they couldn't say it properly. Um, but yeah, this uh, this game it's uh, not so good, eh? It's uh, <laughs> now I'm, I'm tempted to do the accent. It's eh? not a spicy <laughs> meatball for the rest yeah. of the show. Molto bene. <laughs> uh, no, this game's not very good. <laughs> it's it's funny looking back. I was like, I could swear this was a launch title for the Nintendo 64. <laughs> then I'm like, oh wait, they're all. No, the Nintendo 64 famously only had two launch games, and this wasn't one of them. Um, but man, this felt like a launch title to me, baby. This game is uh, not hot. So I wanted to launch it into the trash. Oh! Oh! oh. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants to venture a guess as to what the uh, what the two starting vehicles are in this game? Lamborghini. A Lamborghini yeah. and an automobile. No, Han, I'm going to bet that the Lamborghini is in a lockable that you don't get until the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, you got to work for the Lamborghini. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> and you start but, with a Prius. <laughs> start with like a Geo. <laughs> you got to really earn that sports car. Uh, but no, it, you know, it starts, there are two cars to start with and it's a Lamborghini and another Lamborghini <laughs> and, <laughs> no. and then there's uh, there's six unlockable cars throughout the game and guess what they are the Lamborghini the Clarence <laughs> I was gonna say the, that's the whole twist they're not Lamborghinis <laughs> like oh. I, you know, I, I just don't get it <laughs> like, if you call your game Automobili Lamborghini, <laughs> you think that it's going to be a game of all Lamborghinis. And then they're just like, you know, I guess there's just not that many Lamborghinis. So let's see. Let's get a McLaren in there. Let's get the Ferrari. Uh, there is a Porsche. There's yeah. two different Ferraris. There's a Dodge. A Vespa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a Dodge. And uh, then there's a, and there's a Bugatti. But it's just like... I do I, love the fact that it's a Lamborghini titled game and you get unlockable vehicles. So you think like, oh, what kind of like new souped up Lamborghini is it? Yeah. Here's a, here's a Dodge. <laughs> okay. This is a Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, no, it, it's like, you know, you think it'd be Lamborghinis throughout the years, maybe different redesigns, different colors. A moon no. Lambo. Oh man, yeah, like or you know, like it's Nintendo sixty four. You gotta show off those graphics. I don't know, like an invisible Lambo with like some reflective <laughs> panels or something, like a stealth Lambo. I like the you idea know. of an invisible Lambo, and it's just literally nothing. Like just <laughs> yeah, they, they you just can't play the game. <laughs> no, no, you <laughs> play it. They just didn't bother making a model, and they called it there's the invisible Lambo. <laughs> there's just a there's shadow just that a, you drive. Shadow on the track. <laughs> yeah. You better drive that fucking shadow good. You can't, and you still can run into stuff. You got to be careful. There's, it's like the invisible jet. There really is an invisible Lambo on the track. Um, but yeah, I no, forget it's, where I parked it. Right. Uh, and then that door hits you in the face because you, you yeah. can't see it. It just comes up and smacks you. But uh, yeah, I don't get it, man. Like it's it's a it's a basic bitch racing game. You know, it's got like uh, you know your four modes: arcade mode, championship mode, single race, and time trial for when you don't feel like racing anybody. It's like. This, you know, this, oh man, and 
what really, you know, steamed my fucking hams on this one <laughs> was how many better games came out that year. Like, I could have received so many better games for Christmas. And it was like, yeah, I, I believe I got this from my godmother, who's a lovely woman. And she's been a big part of my gaming life. She was that cool godmother when I was a kid. She liked playing Legend of Zelda, so I thought she probably would have gotten me, like, something really cool that came out that year. And there were some pretty fucking great releases throughout the year in 97. I mean, like, you know, it could have been fucking, you know, Tetrisphere or Ooh, fucking, you know, Star Fox 64, even though I'm pretty oh. sure I already had that. But, like, you know, 97 on the Nintendo 64, like, you know, you had Star Fox, you had GoldenEye, you had, uh, you know, I was even dumb enough to think Extreme G was a good game. That's uh, okay. It was fine. Uh, Probably better but, than Automobili Lamborghini. I would argue that it was. It was not an excellent game, but it was more extreme. G. Uh, <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a much more fun racing game than Automobili Lamborghini, and uh, fucking like right at the same time. So Automobili Lamborghini came out November thirtieth, just in time for Christmas. Same day. Guess what came out? Uh, two games I would have rather owned: Bomberman '64 and Chameleon Twist. I would have taken either of those. But right before that, guess what came out the week before Automobili Lamborghini? A better racing game. Johnny might want to venture a guess. Mario Kart 64. Wrong. Diddy Kong Racing. Ooh. Booyah. Yeah, it's like, how am I ever supposed to enjoy Automobili Lamborghini when Diddy Kong Racing's out there? <laughs> like, oh, I would man. Hope it's a lot of fun to say the title of Automobili Lamborghini. That could be it. My my godmother might secretly have like a great Italian heritage that I'm not aware of. And she was like, "Well, there it is. That's the game for me. He'll learn something." You know, but I would think that if you're holding that box, you're looking at the automobile Lamborghini box. It's got a rendering of a yellow Lamborghini, and that's it. And then you're looking at that Diddy Kong Racing box, and it's got a monkey driving a car and a tiger and a plane and all is kinds the car of car Lamborghini. The, you know, sadly, there are no Lamborghinis in Diddy Kong Racing. That would have been mm. a great unlockable. <laughs> like, but yeah, it's like, hmm, you know, the most fun game ever, a colorful, you know, monkey racing game or automobile Lamborghini. Like, what if you put them together? Uh, <laughs> D- Diddy Auto- Lambo. <laughs> yeah, automobile Diddy <laughs> Gini. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 mm, shit, this is a challenge, Jesse. Why'd you do this to me? Yeah. Uh, uh, Diddy Mobili, Lambert, yes. Kongi. <laughs> See, okay, I can't believe that all of you guys have fucked this up because you just have to pair up the syllables. So you've got Automobili, Diddy Kong Racy. <laughs> Fair <pretty> enough. <laughs> Trying to combine words here, David. You got to get your smush on when it comes to these things. Um, but yeah. <laughs> This, Diddy uh. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Diddy Mobili. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's, it's a Flanders thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Diddly Mobili. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I can That's see. That's Geo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1997, <sighs> you're a godmother. You're trying to buy a video game for your godson. He's 12. And it's, it, and it's a cool godmother who knows video games and like plays Zelda and you know likes games and yet True. somehow the, she's it 
had to have been the cheapest option. Had to. <laughs> <laughs> like, it had to have been cheaper than anything else. Because like I seriously, think, I don't know. I could see. I could see you. Try, you know, you're sitting there. It's like twelve. That age was like, uh, like, is he trying to be cool and he wants to play like realistic things, or does he want the thing see, with the monkey? That's true. Right. And see, actually, also, I overlooked another game that came out same day, November 30th, 97, WCW NWO World Tour. There was the oh, pick. that was, yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, I got arguably the worst game that came out that day for Christmas. It's just like, all right, well, I have to play it. It's like my fourth Nintendo 64 game. I have to give it a shot. Yeah, it ain't good. I'm going to go back to, I don't know, 120 in Super Mario 64 again. Why the fuck would I ever play Automobile Lamborghini? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, so, love yeah. the idea of just like, I love the idea of just 12-year-old you playing this game for 20 minutes. Like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, sure did. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. You go yeah, from and I was one Italian gonna use... game to another Italian game. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, maybe that was it. Maybe I just you know need to need to ease up on the Italian games. But I was yeah exactly. I had a good Italian game in Mario sixty four, and then it's like, well maybe this will carry on the Mario's strong tradition of sensitive you know Italian portrayals and fun games to play, and it it accomplished neither. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's just you know it the first game that I could really think of where it's like oh yeah that's when I just absolutely got like foisted upon me I was stuck with that like you know n no receipt oh well <laughs> but uh, yeah uh, I would not advise playing it it's pretty fucking dull but you know the uh, the the Japanese only version sounded a little bit better you know they had actual images of Lamborghinis in it uh, and it had like new difficulties and weather effects and stuff like that. That's the thing about this game. It was just so boring. Like all the tracks were boring. It wasn't you know, it wasn't even like Top Gear where maybe you get the Loch Ness. No, it's like here's a a fucking racetrack and a hillside. You can't see in the distance because we didn't feel like drawing it. Like this is this is what you get. You get Lamborghinis, uh, two of them. That's it. Uh, you know, we're really sorry, kids. You know, you should have gotten a better game for Christmas. <laughs> It'd be great if this game came packed in with an apology. <laughs> like, <laughs> an we just plays. didn't quite get to finish it, kids. <laughs> uh, we know you probably wanted Gran Turismo. This ain't it. This ain't it at all. <laughs> yeah, we tried. <laughs> but, you know, sincerely, Titus, that French company that made this game, and I don't believe anything else. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so uh, that's Automobile Lamborghini. Don't play it. Uh, not that you would. But uh, Johnny, let's uh, let's race forward into the next game, man. Game two. That's a lap record.
Okay, so this is a 1992 video game that's based on a 1991 children's TV series, which is based on a 1984 R-rated film. Anybody want that trivia again? I wouldn't mind. This is a 1992 video game, which is based on a 1991 children's TV series, which is based on a 1984 R hard R rated film. The film's, the film's 84 or 86. I think it came out in a limited release in 84 and then a wider release in 86. Cool. Okay. Well, if I get this wrong because I chose a 1984 R-rated movie, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> All right, let's see here. Um, John says Terminated boob Babies, which is great. Uh, Jesse says RoboCop, which is incorrect. David says Police Academy, which is incorrect. <laughs> this is Toxic Crusaders for the Sega Genesis. Oh God! Oh, shit. No shit. 
Ah, oh, good old Toxie. I it can't believe I forgot about that show. Yeah. So huh. this game is awful. And for, I don't know why, but <laughs> as a kid, I kept running it. <laughs> I read this game. At, taxi. <laughs> I rented this game at least five to ten times. Like, what? Played, yeah, I was never any good at it. But for some reason, uh, so this is a side-scrolling beat-em-up kind of game, and you can play as Toxie. Uh, there's like a dog guy, <laughs> and um, somebody else. What was his name? Was it one of those situations where it was the only thing to rent? No, no, no. So. <laughs> No, there were much better there, games. And that's the only game on the shelf. And he's yeah. just like, oh, I guess this again. <laughs> no, it's a real so, Beauty of the Beast situation. It was the first game I ever played where you have, where you can like steal the enemy's vehicle and use it against them. And for some reason, I've got, I'm such a sucker for that video game. Same time, you get to okay, steal an enemy yeah. weapon of some kind. I'm like, yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Yeah. So... <laughs> So, you know, like, seven, eight-year-old me, however old I was, like, oh, I get to steal their- I get to, like, knock them out of their helicopter, take it, and shoot them with their own helicopter? Fuck yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it was awful. <laughs> God, I forgot that, like, I didn't forget the toxic- I thought it was- was it- to was the show called Toxic Crusaders? Yes, and the movie is okay. Toxic Avenger. Right. See, for some reason, I always I just went to a Toxic Avenger in my mind. You know, I forgot the name Toxic Crusaders, but like, I I almost forgot that was a show. That was a weird period in kids' television. Yeah. Like, you know, let's make some trauma movies into fucking kids <laughs> stuff. Like, well, it wasn't even yeah, that. I mean, there was it, a <laughs> there was a RoboCop cartoon. I'm pretty sure there was a Rambo cartoon at mm -hmm. some point. Like, oh yeah, that's true. And I feel uh, like there was an animated Police Academy, too. See, you know, and I, okay. I lump in uh, Toxic Crusader with uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> um, that was an utterly bizarre show. <laughs> I, yeah, I, didn't I like lump it, it in didn't. with uh, Captain Planet, because this was a show that was focused on saving... <laughs> it was focused on saving the environment. It was part of that wave of shows that want to teach kids to save the planet. And say, yeah, don't end up like me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't like Toxie. Well, that's the yeah. thing. It's like we should have a kid show about saving the environment, starring Toxic Crusader or the Toxic Avenger. Like, um, of all the points <laughs> that movie made, that's the one you latch onto. Yeah, like how, the environmental right. message. How about we choose any other character from any other <laughs> franchise? <laughs> <laughs> you want to just rip this off and not have it be related? <laughs> like, yeah. you could probably get away with it. Like, How about Save the Planet with John McClane? That sounds far better than Save the Planet <laughs> with Toxie. I, oh, I also love the idea of, like, we need to have a, an environmental conscious kids cartoon. Okay, we could we could do, like, a Smokey the Bear thing. Nah, do the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> what? Dude, Smokey the Bear would have been a pretty great cartoon. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God, just a bear just, like, ripping ass all over the place. Like, <laughs> what? Like, like Why really is that what he's doing? Ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, 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 we're, we're talking about a kids cartoon. We're not talking about a hard R trauma movie starring Smokey the Bear. Why can't we yeah. talk about both? Oh my god, I yeah. want that movie. Just a bear doing a bunch of ass stuff. <laughs> oh it's not even like what? a guy in a bear suit, it's literally just a trained bear eating ass. <laughs> what? Whoa. 
like I said tearing or like ripping, like not eating. <laughs> like there's John, guys... I don't know if you do I don't know if you eat ass properly, but some ripping and tearing occurs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta be Mario 2. Fuck it. I was thinking about like a bear goes into the woods. <laughs> why is Smokey the Bear farting a whole bunch? Though? Yeah, why like what are you talking about, man? No. <laughs> like he fuck? sees some campers stop properly put out a fire, and he just rips them a new one. Like that's oh, ripping ass means you idiot. Ripping ass to you means scolding children. <laughs> no, I, no, what? Not scolding. Like just, just destroying. He kills the kids. <laughs> yeah, with boiling hot water. Jesus, just them. Ripping him in half. <laughs> With his uh-huh. <laughs> when you're only you okay. can say okay. if, if you're trying to imply a bear is killing people <laughs> by like tearing them apart, why wouldn't you say ripping them apart? Why would you go with ripping ass? Yeah, especially in relation to these kids. <laughs> these poor kids. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you start a forest fire? <laughs> if you do that, you know, Smokey shows up and rips your butt off. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck that. That would be a great urban legend, and I would have believed it as a kid. <laughs> like, if you start a forest fire, a bear will eat your entire ass. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so, no, they went with Toxic Crusaders. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a, not the most fondly remembered show, but one of the most odd, odd things. And so the uh, the game itself, uh, Sega beat-em-up of uh, shitty quality, I assume. Yeah, there's also an NES version and a Game Boy version. Um, mm, all of course there shitty. is. And there's a, there was yeah. a canceled Super Nintendo version. Good. I'm glad I never had the chance to be tricked into renting this. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, Toxic Avengers Avengers cool. Aren't they they bringing that back in some capacity? Are they making a new Toxic Avenger? I think they are making a new Toxic Avenger movie. Maybe. Wow, really? Or maybe I'm thinking of Bill and Ted 3. I don't know. Like, uh... They're making something like they're 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 gonna bring back things from my very early childhood, and you know I'm gonna be forced to uh, forced to continue watching them. But uh, yeah, what a what a weird time to be a kid. <laughs> like and I, you know we haven't really dug in on your compulsion to continue renting this. <laughs> like it, it was it was all just vehicles and stealing them. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, that's really about it. I'm a simple man. I have simple tastes. <laughs> I, like, I need my mop, and I need to steal a car. <laughs> like, well, he kept running uh, it because he was afraid that Smokey the Bear was going to come and rip his ass off. Yeah, exactly. If you don't contr- if, you, if you don't properly support uh, you know licensed games on your Sega Genesis, Smokey the Bear shows up and he eats your ass. It's uh, pretty pretty serious, man. Oh God, that's really yeah. not what I meant. I know it's not, John, but that's why you gotta pick your words more carefully. That, you know, like, that's why the marketing team behind Smokey the Bear really had to work a while to get it down to, like, only you can prevent forest fires. That's, that's why the mar- it's like, that's why the set mar- the forest on fire and this bear will rip your ass apart. It's like, nah, I don't know, man. No, you know, does that mean just, kind of aggressive. Does that mean just spread the ass? No, no, no. Yeah. Dear Mr. Regan, we are rejecting your ideas. <laughs> Oh, God, yeah, you're going to get a a kindly worded letter from Smokey the Bear here at some point. I uh, I know that we're only on game two, but I would like to uh, 
put forth the motion to title this episode Automobili Eat Your Assy? <laughs> Whoa, David. Whoa. Uh, Automoberry Eat That Assy. Show's <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> over. Anyway, oh man. Uh, Johnny, anything else on uh, on Toxic Crusaders? The, nope. The game involving bears eating ass? Nope. Uh, good. <laughs> game three. Okay, so this game was originally going to be based on uh, the Terminator. However, during development, the licensing lights were lost, so the graphics and storyline were accommodated to, or altered to accommodate this change.
Fuck All right. Yeah. Ugh. Who has got Re some answers? Ready for us, Johnny? <laughs> I'm ready. Ah. David Read it says, out loud, David. <laughs> fuck. David, David says fuck. <laughs> uh, John and Jesse both say Journey to Silius, which is correct. Oh, no wonder it sounds so fucking familiar. Yeah. This game did you fun. watch a stream of this last night, David? <laughs> As a matter By of chance? fact, I did. <laughs> Yeah, funny story that. Uh. <laughs> so this is a fan request from John Henderson on YouTube. I believe he actually asked for this in the radio chat. Um, and this game is fucking difficult and kind of bad. But goddamn, this soundtrack <laughs> is so goddamn good. Yeah, this soundtrack fucks. It <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> oh. And I'm, gl I'm glad that you played the game so you can actually speak to it because, you know, like watching a video of this game, every time you watch a video of somebody playing an old game, they're like, good at it. Yeah. I was glad to see that you're not good at this, John. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but ah. it, was, it was refreshing, quite frankly. Like, there need to be more videos, mostly from our channel, of people being terrible at things. <laughs> uh, I support that as a video series. <laughs> so, sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a good concept. So yeah, Journey to Silius <laughs> released in Japan as Rough World, and that title makes sense. This game no. is rough. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> like uh, like a dog? R U F F? Rough Rough World? No, R O U G H. Rough. Okay. Less fun, but still good. Good. <laughs> good name. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a typical, you know, running, gunning, shooting things game. You can only shoot left and right. You can crouch, but you can't shoot up. And uh, the controls are pretty stiff. Like once you jump in the air, you can kind of a little bit control where you're going to go. But for the most part, you're kind of on that trajectory now. And uh, there's a lot of bullshit happening all the time. <laughs> like there's a in the first level, there's a thing that shoots from the background that then falls down through the foreground of the screen, like in the middle of a pit. So if you're jumping across a pit and you get hit, you just fall into the pit and lose your life immediately. <laughs> that happened Ooh. to me a lot. Ooh. Yeah, shit like that. Or like, I made a difficult jump and I was around the edge and then something shot me and I fell to the pit. <laughs> uh, much like Andy so, from Parks and Recreation, I just could not stay out of that pit. Props for that reference, John. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, so uh, this game is for the NES and it sounds like it's hard. Is there a way that you would say that in uh, seven letters or less? Hmm. Um, hmm. Like a, Smoky. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> That's six, John. You can't. You got a. <laughs> Smoky. A. Yeah. So uh, it's it's NES hard. You say? Yes, it is. <laughs> Which I think mostly NES at this hard. point in life we can all acknowledge means like unfair and yeah. occasionally kind of poorly made. <laughs> like, yep. You know, cool and good for you if you can get into it. Like. They, you know, this game looks nice, and it's cool that it was like based on the Terminator. And then they're like, eh, well, it's not the Terminator anymore. We better just make it all like turquoise and I don't know, make it a spacey type thing. I, I don't fucking know. We got to put this game out. Kodaka made a great soundtrack. Like I we can't let it go to lost, waste. I don't know how they lost the license. I assume it's because somebody from the Terminator franchise played this game, said this is bullshit. 
We don't want her name on this anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, because it, it didn't come out. I mean, Terminator came out in 84. This game didn't come out until 1990. It had to have gotten so close to, like, T2 that they're like, no, 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 no. You're not going to poison our fucking new movie with this shit. <laughs> like, we're not, we're not having that on there. So uh, James Cameron, like, drove over to Sunsoft and was like, give me that goddamn license back. Yeah. <laughs> You, know, like you don't you. even know what a T-1000 is, do you? I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> Bye! Everybody seems to apply that a video game license is like an actual sustainable physical thing that can be it's yanked like, out of someone else's yeah, hand. If it's, it's like, like a wall pass. If it's in your wallet. If it's in your wallet like a driver's license. <laughs> yeah, when you, you know... Like, apply to license a game, you essentially get, like, a diploma. They hand you a roll-up <laughs> parchment, and you enroll it, and it's like, Sunsoft can make a Terminator game. And then they come, they fucking throw it in the shredder when they find out what you've been doing. Like, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think if James Cameron had listened to this soundtrack, he would have been like, now hold on. You want to take a crack at this Terminator 2 uh, movie score? Because, the you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm James Cameron, you know, big-time Hollywood movie director. This soundtrack fucks. <laughs> Got Terminator 2 very, this very soundtrack. Good. Can you imagine T2 composed and, you know, and scored by Naoki Kodaka? It would be pretty fantastic. I would love to I'd see some. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you see those behind-the-scenes, you know, little bits of footage of like the orchestra scoring the movie i would love to see the behind the scenes footage it's just a nintendo sitting there like <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's kodaka and a fucking family tracker like just yeah well, really that's what you did all right fair enough <laughs> cool <laughs> sounds good uh, but yeah it's uh god what a good fucking soundtrack man like it's arguably the only good thing about this game because you know johnny again like you know, explain to us some more about this game. Are, are the enemy designs awesome and fair to uh, go up against? Like they're, they're awesome. They're unfair. Uh, <laughs> there's there was I remember a jumping robot thing that was actually kind of cool. Then there's like the penis that comes out of the ground thing, and that was kind of just stupid. And then there's like the spinning ball that shoots a bunch of shit everywhere, like like firing shots in all directions at once. Like that one was was ultimate bullshit. <laughs> yes, I think it's not. It shoots up and then just like shoots like a eight directional shot or whatever. And it's like mm, fuck that. Eight like, directional. It would be one thing if it was eight directional at once, but it's it's spinning and shooting, so they're all slightly yeah. off, right? They're all slightly delayed, and like oh god, it's so hard to deal with. You got to time it just right. That's not fair. <laughs> no sir. Uh, yeah, you would think Sunsoft, who doesn't famously make difficult games for the NES whatsoever. Uh, you know, would have been able to, uh, you know, would have been able to put out something that was more accessible. You know, like say uh, Blaster Master, a famously accessible and easy to play game with a great soundtrack. I mean, what's wrong with Sunsoft, man? What's the what's the problem? Uh, or maybe they just had an mo. Yeah, <laughs> maybe they just knew what their wheelhouse was, and it was hard-ass games that are kind of unfairly designed with soundtracks that fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I can't uh, wait you to... beat this game last night, John, right? You you kicked this game's ass? Yes. After firing up my game <laughs> genie and, <laughs> and giving myself unlimited everything. The gu the, the guns have ammo that you can run out of. And I could oh, not, I could not figure no. that out for a while. I was like, is it overheating? <laughs> like what is this mechanic? And I was like, oh it's fucking ammo? God damn it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's unacceptable. Like you find new guns but you run out of ammo in like 
I get, you know, like I, I think I saw a little bit of it, like a Contra type setting, like a, sh a scrolling shooter that you can run out of ammo in. Like, yeah, you get the not a scrolling, but like a, a run and gun. Yeah, you, and get you can't the just switch. hold the button. <laughs> you get to switch between guns, right? It's not like Contra where that's your gun now and that's it. Sure. Like, sure. You, can, you can switch around. But yeah, they all have their own set of ammo, kind of like Mega Man. Um, but that ammo goes fucking fast. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. cheese this boss real quick with a shotgun. Blam, 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 out of bullets. Ah. Uh. <laughs> and <laughs> and I mean, what's a shotgun do to a giant robot? <laughs> I could understand it if it was like the different guns, like power ups that have ammo, but the main gun has ammo, right? No, I don't think so. I think that one was unlimited. Okay. Like it had the meter, but just like in Mega Man, like the main gun has a meter, but it doesn't mean anything. Same, same here. Same here. Main gun doesn't have a meter in Mega Man. That's oh. what he's saying. It'd be, it, uh, wait, yeah, John, did you just think that the main? Did you just think you could run out of Mega Buster? No, no, no. I'm saying I could swear that when you switch weapons in Mega Man, that the Mega Buster still has a bar next to it, like the rest of the weapons. It just doesn't. It's just always full and like doesn't mean anything. I think in some of the releases, it's your life bar. Yeah, oh. so that's your life bar. It's not. That's what I'm thinking of. That's all okay. right, John. That's a, that's an honest mistake. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I do like the idea of you playing a Mega Man game and being like, "Man, how many shots does it take to get rid of like one little sliver of this Mega Buster?" Jeez, this thing's efficient. I've been shooting for hours and I only lost energy when I got hit. Like, why yeah. do I lose my ammo when I get hit? Maybe they're right. stealing my bullets. Yeah, why do the bastards. shots on the bus take like six bars and only they go away when I get hit by something? I, I don't get it. Give me back this my game's bullets, glitchy you as hell. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, John, uh, I'm glad that you played this game last night when we couldn't record. Because, uh, you know, you, you were like spitballing ideas on what to do. And I wanted to stick you with something for the theme. So I said, hey, play Journey to Silius. Because I knew the soundtrack <laughs> fucked. And it was essentially like uh, foisting the game upon you. Obviously, you, know, you didn't have to rent it. You could uh, return it any time. And I believe you uh, gave up halfway through the stream and played something else. Yes. So <laughs> you didn't quite make it fit for the theme. But I do appreciate you giving it the old college try. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, after that, I switched to ROM hacks of Super Mario World with my little pony in them. Which we shall not discuss. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's for the bonus post show where we discuss Johnny's awful fucking ROM hacks. Johnny, any final thoughts on Journey to Silius, the Terminator game that should have been? <laughs> God, I still want to see Terminator 2, but dubbed with the soundtrack. Dude, actually, I mean, seriously, that'd be a really good, like, video to make. Like, yeah. just imagine, like, the motorcycle chase or some shit with a Naoki Kodaka soundtrack dun, behind dun, it. Like, dun, 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 through a wall. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do that. That's a new GTT project. We're going to cut a fucking trailer with some, uh, with some <laughs> Sunsoft sound to it. So, uh, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a great idea. I'm glad we just came up with it. And uh, thank you, John Henderson, for the request. Uh, this uh, will now appear on our 24-7 video game music live stream, uh, GTT Radio, over there at youtube.com slash GameThatTune. So check it out, make your request, and Johnny, let's keep it going to the next game, my man. Game 4.
it is preferred, though not necessary, that you include the system this game was released on. In terms of <laughs> trivia, this game features a song not originally appearing in the film in which it is based. Let's all wow. wait for Johnny. Johnny, please don't be drawing a penis. <laughs> no, room. this is apparently very difficult. Surely you just. Uh, I just. You... This is actually a little tricky. See what happens here. Um. <laughs> so, Jesse says Star Wars on NES. John Harrington says Star Wars on Game Boy. Boy! And John Regan has The Empire Strikes Back on NES. Technically, no one's correct, but I will give a point to John Regan. This is The Empire Strikes Back on Game Boy. Ah, oh, so oh, close. Wow. Oh, <laughs> See, hmm. yeah, I think that I, trivia in that last song <coughs> was uh, the tricky part there. Because that song is not an empire. But You're the first, right. song, first song definitely is. <laughs> and the first song is definitely not in Star Wars. It's just an empire. Or, well, touche, John. <laughs> is your last name Williams? Have I been saying it wrong all these years? You actually have. It's I know yeah. it's spelled R-E-G-A-M, but it's pronounced Williams. <laughs> Rip the it's, mask off. <laughs> it's Welsh. Rip the ass off. Oh... <laughs> uh. <laughs> Oh, no, we're not going back to that. Um, it, uh, so, Empire Strikes Back for Game Boy. I, I can yes. tell it was Game Boy music, at least. Um, that's some uh, some hot tracks right there. Um, so, is this the first time that people would have had a chance to play the, uh, the Hoth battle? So, here's my story and why I chose this name. I, huge Star Wars fan, growing up as a kid, saw Empire Strikes Back for Game Boy back in 1992. So I was like, hell yeah, I want this. We were driving down to my grandmother's house. It was like a four-hour drive. It's like, let me grab my Game Boy. Like, should I grab anything else? No, I just got Empire Strikes Back. That's going to take up all my time. So the game's not, like, technically bad. It's just not great. And it's hard as balls. The first part of the game, you're exploring like ice caverns and you're hunting down those Imperial probe droids. And when you find them, you're Luke Skywalker, you've got your blaster, and they take like 20 fucking hits to destroy. <laughs> now remember, like, the Imperial probe droids in Empire Strikes Back, like one shot blows it to hell. 
I was gonna this say, game... I'm, I'm thinking of uh, Shadows of the Empire. Those bitches are easy to dispose of. <laughs> yeah. They take so many fucking hits. And it has the, the Metroid problem, like Metroid NES and especially Metroid on Game Boy, where you're exploring these, like, snow caverns and there's alternate paths and it's a giant maze. But it's on Game Boy, so you can never tell, like, what's what and where you're going. <laughs> you got ceiling, floor, luke. You're done. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Um, I was able to find the lightsaber, because you can find the lightsaber randomly in the ice caverns. Randomly? Yeah. The Wampa just... took it, right? Like, yeah. Well, no, because you start off, like, on the snow field, and then you go into the caverns, and eventually, if you're lucky, you find the lightsaber just fucking sitting there. Is a Chozo statue holding it? No, oh but that would have made please. it so much better. Dude, imagine that crossover. <laughs> the the Metroid strikes back. <laughs> um, so I could I could never get past the first section of this game. I just, I couldn't do it. I couldn't find my way. You had to hunt down like eight or ten of these probe droids. And when you did find them, they took forever to kill. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. But it was the only game that I had brought with me. So I was stuck <laughs> with it the entire time. Now so that's, that's an angle I hadn't considered. Stuck on a car trip <laughs> with nothing else to play. <laughs> oh, that's gotta seem so long. <laughs> it sucked so bad. And in preparation for this, because I never got past those ice caverns and everything, it's like, I, I want to see the rest of the game at least. Here's what pissed me off. So I was watching a, a video, like a long play of it, everything, guy doing commentary uh. and all that gets through the ice caverns. The boss is the Wampa, obviously. So you yeah. you just have to, like, perch yourself on this little wall out of his reach and just shoot it. And just like the probe droids, it takes forever to fucking kill. So then you go to the Battle of Hoth, and I'm thinking, like, okay, you have this giant, like, way ahead of its time ice mage. All these, you know, droids take forever to kill, like, this game is hard, they're amping it up, like, how intricate is the Battle of Hoth? <laughs> so you're, you're Luke, and you're fucking, like, walking on the snow, and eventually <sighs> you get to a point where you see one of the walkers in the background. When you walk up to it, you push A. Luke walks into the background, uses the latch, climbs up, puts a bomb, comes back down, it explodes. Imperial probe droid, 20 shots to kill. AT-AT Walker, push A to destroy. Yeah, god, they, they fucking implemented the win button? <laughs> like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> oh, that's... I mean, how else would they have done it? Like, it makes no sense. Like, I was, you know, you said it's like Empire Strikes Back for Game Boy. I'm like, you can't do a fucking, like, flying first-person <laughs> battle. Like, you can't do any of that on a Game Boy. Like, how could you? <laughs> Talk about a special edition. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Apparently uh. you do get the, um, the, like, snow speeder, uh, and it just basically turns into, like, Gradius or Defender for a level, where it's just like a scrolling shooter. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. but again, I never got past that. I, I couldn't get to it. It was that first level was fucking impossible. Yeah, that's an old refrain on games that sucked that we got stuck with. <laughs> like, there was no easy way out of these things. <laughs> like, and I mean, it's like, yeah. it controlled fine, the sprites were nice, the music was really good, but it was just like, it was more annoying than anything else. Yeah, and you were in the car back in the, the 90s. It was the only game I had. 
So you didn't have a cell phone, so you couldn't call Nintendo Helpline for assistance. (laughs) (laughs) Which would have been fucking great. I'd be like, you calling, you know, Redmond on your dad's brick phone. Like, this fucking game. Help! Like, I have three and a half more hours. I just imagine calling a 1-900 number on a car phone in the 90s. That's got to be the most expensive phone call. Johnny, please. The Nintendo helpline was a long-distance call to Redmond. It was area code 206. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it was not a 900. I was going to say, the worst part is, you know, I'm from St. Augustine. My grandmother lived on the south side of Tampa Bay. So, like, every minute I'm on the phone, it's getting longer and longer distance. So it's costing more money with every mile. Oh, I forgot about roaming. (laughs) Roaming through the state. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um... Yeah, wow, man. I uh, I had not even considered the trapped in the car angle. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, David, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, see, I, I avoided that whole thing by never owning a portable system till I was like an adult and had to drive myself everywhere. <laughs> like, I, had, I had a Pokemon. I had like I had a Game Boy for Pokemon, but like I you know mostly played on the school bus, and I got out of it before <laughs> like I had to take any real long family trips. You know, my big memories of, like, being stuck in the car involved, like, trying to read a book while, like, everybody else was, like, carrying on. It's like, God damn it, guys, come on. I'm trying to, like, you know, sit here in the way back amongst all the bags and read the goddamn Hobbit. <laughs> ah, this is no time to read a book. <laughs> yeah. But, man, if I had only brought one game with me, I would have been pissed. Can, can we go back I, to the part where we, I, where we actually, said you, yeah, you didn't get a I always game? Did bring, I always brought one game with me, and it was Pokemon Blue. So, yeah, it was good. But man, if I had brought one game with me and it was a Star Wars game for Game Boy, I would have been pretty pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> I want to talk about something. I think you just said that you didn't get a portable game console until you had to drive yourself, which implies you're playing the games while driving, John. Is that correct? That sounds <laughs> no, incredibly John, dangerous. No, John, I like to play a handheld game on the couch while somebody else is playing a game on the TV. Like, okay. You know. I play Mario Kart DS with the Wi-Fi connection at my house or in my room. I like, got you. Yeah, you know, it's not, you know, portable gaming systems aren't just for sitting in the back seat as a kid. <laughs> but yes, uh, there were several times when I would you know be delivering pizzas and bust a fucking DS out at a stoplight. Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, it happened. <laughs> it was a bad idea, but I did it, baby. Like. I could probably crank out a game of Metroid Prime Hunters while I'm at this stoplight, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <Nope. laughs> what is the average length of a stoplight in Tallahassee? Is it like seven minutes? <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I was uh, you know, young and foolish and thought I could really you know, crank out some meaningful uh, meaningful time on these things. You just close that, you close that clamshell and the game just waits for you. That's how it goes. You, you just crank um, up the stereo. You just sit through the light cycle like te- through like ten cycles and ignore all <laughs> The car's hogging at you. No, baby, not only do you crank up the stereo, you put that cassette in with the headphone jack, you plug that into your DS so you mm-hmm. get that hot stereo sound on your speakers oh, yeah. from your DS. <laughs> and then you start playing and holding up traffic. It's great. <laughs> No, but real talk, I would have it in my car. Like, if I was I was delivering pizza in Gainesville, and like I wouldn't like actually walk up to a dorm. I'd like call them and be like, "All right, hey, yeah, I'm outside. Come get your goddamn pizza," and then just like start playing Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) It was handy dandy. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, uh, fucking a man. If I was stuck with like a bad Game Boy license game, oh, that would have been a nightmare, dude. Because like. first Game Boy I got was like, you know, 
bundled with some hand-me-down used-ass games. I don't remember which ones, but it's like, yeah, I only wanted this so I have a Pokemon machine. I'm not going to play these fucking games. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I remember distinctly thinking to myself, like, oh, I've played Super Mario Land a ton. I don't need to bring that. I'm not going to replay that again. I would have you much rather replayed fool. that game. <laughs> what a fool you were. <laughs> you know, you would have you been better off bringing your fucking graphing calculator and playing Super Mario Brothers than bringing <laughs> a, a fucking Game Boy with, like, you know, Empire Strikes Back. Like, I think it would have been better off just staring out the window. <laughs> Take in the world, David. (laughs) You know, that scenic world between St. Augustine and Tampa. There's so much to see, David. Oh, so many sights Uh, off of I-4. And you have plenty of time to look at them because the traffic's not moving. Like, wow, look at that big mall. Altamont Springs. What a place to live. I've got to get out of this goddamn state. (laughs) Look um, at that holy land. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's a flash to Florida Highways with David, John, and John. <laughs> Jesse, this, uh, it's uh, not a great state to drive in or to be a kid in. But, uh, you know, Empire Strikes Back was good as a movie. The um, movie's good. <laughs> the game soundtrack is good. <laughs> I assume the end of the game is good. Yeah, somebody saw it one time. They they signed off on it. So, uh, well, I mean, actually, the, the end of Empire Strikes Back on Game Boy has to include a digitized Harrison Ford and Carbonite, right? Like, maybe it's not good. <laughs> the Nathan Lane, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine those graphics, man. Four bits of Carbonite, <laughs> like. Yeah, <laughs> just, uh, uh, I don't know. If, I doubt there is any dialogue, but I'm just picturing like bad text dialogue. Like, <laughs> oh, there. I love you. Da, 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 da. I know. <laughs> oh no, there is like in between <laughs> sections. Um, you get like the portrait of a character, and then you get the little speech bubble telling them it's like Harrison Ford. Like, be careful out there, kid. And that's when the cantina music plays. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't what? Like, That's yeah, on the, Solo's theme. So they brought the modal nodes in for for an hour. God, yeah. God, there's a lot of jizz in this game. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway. Tell me, when characters speak, they make like Pokemon call type sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these digitized voices for a Game Boy game. Surely it happened. Just, just see a picture of Harrison Ford. That's all I want. That's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that's things. That's got to be real things. Anyway, David, any final thoughts on Empire Strikes Back or Game Boy or road trips with your family? I wish I brought more games. Yeah. Every Uh, road trip after this, I had a Ziploc bag full of games. God, the Ziploc bag. Oh, yeah, we could go on. That's that's more bonus show content. (laughs) Oh, the life of a Game Boy owner in the 90s, baby. Johnny, let's keep it going. (laughs) Game 5.
Okay, so in this game, uh, near the end, in order to uh, keep going, you have to lightly press the reset button on your Genesis. quickly that's what she said <laughs> i know man any other trivia for me <laughs> um it ign put it on their list of really 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 difficult game cool uh let's see uh johnny and david both say x-men and uh John just wrote his favorite X-Men character, D's Nuts. <laughs> so it's a hat trick. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I'm just glad we got some more Star Wars music on the show with the hat trick sound. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Come on, John so, Williams. <laughs> act like you know what's happening. <laughs> So, so X Men, X Men, just X Men. Yeah, just yep. X Men on Genesis. X Men on um, Genesis. Yeah. Right. If, uh, have, he, have any of you guys played this before? I have. Yeah. I probably um, have. I David? feel like maybe. But Johnny, how do you feel about this game? I I remember as a kid thinking it was pretty neat, but then I remember X Men Two Clone Wars came out and blew this game out of the fucking water. Yeah. And then when I went back uh, to play, I'm like, oh, okay, wait, this kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, graphically, it looks pretty rad. Like, especially for the back then, you're like, holy shit, that's Jim Lee's Cyclops, you know? And, uh, but when you play it, the platforming is, first of all, it's a fucking, like, platformer half the time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the X-Men are not... Like, platform does not seem like a genre that the X-Men should be really involved with a whole lot. They should be, you know, kind of brawling, using their fucking powers, not having to make precise jumps over spikes yeah. and pits. I was going to say, maybe not precise jumps, but, like, traversing some platforms. I mean, like, I could see how some of the X-Men's powers lend themselves to possibly some interesting platform stuff, like Wolverine climbing with claws, or Nightcrawler no, night using his teleportation power. A little that bit. works half the time. <laughs> it, it was very inaccurate. You had no idea yeah. where you're going. No, it shouldn't be a platformer. It should be, you know, beating the shit out of stuff or yeah. throwing cards at stuff I or sucking the, the powers out of stuff. I remember the very first level. And you level. run out of your powers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> um, yeah. I, no. I just have to look this up real quick. Uh, I have not played this game. I have played the superior X-Men Clone Wars 
because I was it's like, yeah, X-Men, that's the one where you can play as Beast, right? It's like, oh no, that's the sequel. No, I didn't play this one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, like it, in the first level in this one, you have, there's a section in like a jungle level of platforms moving up and down and flipping around and shit like that. And you have to do all yeah. these really precise jumps. Like it was stuck. I hated that. And also the, uh, the jumping and platforming itself is very clumsy. Like sometimes where like the end of a platform is just seems to be different depending on which angle you're jumping at it. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you have to jump a little higher or lower to get onto a platform. Like, it's just inconsistent. And enemies are placed in just problematic areas. It's just not... Ugh. It's now, sad. Yeah. It's, that reset it, button you were talking player, about. Um, the reset button thing you're talking about, I really... I, you know, that was a cool concept. It was... The game got meta, because, like... At the end of the game, you have to reset a computer. And yeah. by reset the computer, they mean reset your Sega Genesis. But it doesn't Dude. tell you fucking that. No, it doesn't. So, <laughs> half the, like, if you're a kid, you're just running around that level going like, what the fuck do I fucking do? How do I get past Is this the end of the game? What the hell? Yeah, dude, that needs to be, like... Like, printed in the manual, or, like, really made clear. Like, kids don't pick up on meta shit. Not back in the 90s. Like, <laughs> you know, not unless it's really hitting it over, hitting you over the head with it, like a Metal Gear game. Like, you know, Psychomantis <laughs> is reading your fucking, you know, memory card or whatever. Okay, sure, I get it. That's cool. That's cool. But, like, you get to the end of a game, it's like, reset the computer. You're not going to press reset on your fucking system to do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, at all. Yeah. You're going to walk up to your Macintosh Performer 575 and reset that and wonder why nothing's happening in the game. <laughs> I reset you're going to call the, the Nintendo helpline for help and they're going to be like, this is a Sega game. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Johnny, we've told you this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please stop calling. Well, you call again and change your voice. And like, damn it. <laughs> Hello, this is Mr. Regan. <laughs> My son needs some help with X-Men. Oh, we didn't include that fucking feature in the Super Nintendo X-Men. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so I'm guessing not a whole lot of X-Men actually play as in this one. Uh, Wolverine. Nightcrawler, you said. Um, you Cyclops. Cyclops. And Gambit. Okay, well, at least you get Gambit. And Yeah, he's, he's cool. And uh, the cards are cool. Like if you could use like four of them and then your power is drained. Um, God damn it! Do they, it does does it, it recharge or you get four cards per level and that's it? Very, very, very slowly. And like you can find uh, things to restore it, but it's just I don't know, man. The game feels off. You can summon uh, some other X Men to help you. Like, if you fall into a pit, Jean Grey will just show up and pull you out of the pit, but you still take a lot of damage. Um, you can summon Rogue, and she'll, like, fly down and punch someone. Uh, Iceman will make an ice bridge. Um, Archangel, Ar bleh, Archangel will fly around and shoot his uh, steel wing things. And who else? Storm, she'll lightning everything. Um, I like that. And so, like, the, the first boss you fight is Juggernaut, and he's pretty hard, and he then he runs away. You don't even get to beat him. <laughs> and he's just oh. kind of like a mid-boss. Um, Fuck. If there's no, like, checkpoints, 
in the stages, and the stages are long. Yeah. So, like, if you die, you have to start right at the beginning and do every fucking thing over again. And all the enemies are back in their stupid, annoying places. Man, life's oh, frustrating. The, the oh, here's the thing that's great. So you beat a level, and say you beat the level and you had, like, a sliver of health left. Guess what? The next level, you don't recharge your health <laughs> or your, your mutant powers. You've got that sliver of health. So Dude. enjoy. Was it based on, like, an arcade game? Like, that shit no. doesn't... Ugh. That doesn't track, man. Like, what the fuck? I Ugh. love when you call on the X-Men that to come and assist. They have zero frames of animation. Like, it's just a sprite. Yeah, it's like a picture that moved. <laughs> like, GTT Radio does way better with its sprites than fucking X-Men on Genesis. Well, in fairness, we've had 25 years to work on it. <laughs> and also, in fairness, we couldn't make a video game if we tried. That's true, too. But, uh... Still, man, like, ugh. So, like, what? Just like a uh, trading card photo, a Iceman pops into the frame and something happens? Just, just like, a static Iceman going across the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not even joking. That's what it is. Oh, when Jean Grey pulls you out of the pit, it's just a static Jean Grey comes in, pulls you out of the pit. <laughs> like, like, beat from Mega Man, but no, not even flapping wings. Jean nice. Grey's not even flapping her damn nope. arms. She nope. Just, yeah. <laughs> ah! That's... <laughs> That's bad, man. <laughs> the Jean Grey claw machine that saves you from a pit. <laughs> that would be oh. great if Jean Grey had Omega level telepathic powers, but she could only activate them if she was flapping her arms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember oh. being, my, my first moment of being disappointed in this game is in that first level, there's like, you can take an upper path, but there's a big um, wall in the way, and you have to go down and just switch and then come back to get past it. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just use Nightcrawler and teleport through this, and you can't. And I was like, well, no. what's the point of being yeah. Nightcrawler then? No, that's the yeah. worst. You would think that'd be the whole point of Nightcrawler. Like, this wall's in the way and very inconvenient. Poof, poof, you're done. <laughs> like, <laughs> There yeah. are, like, some areas oh. you can, like, skip. But a lot of times, his little teleporting thing, like, moves back and forth real fast. And you don't know where it's gonna stop, and then sometimes it could make you go backwards or, or like through a, a platform you didn't want to go through, so you just fall to your death. And it's like, thanks, Nightcrawler. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Nightcrawler's so um, cool, man. He deserves better than that. He does. Man, I hate that. Like, I loved X Men so much, and like. Yeah, all my pleasant memories of playing X-Men games came from fucking X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Like, no other X-Men games were very good. Like, ugh, it's just I mean, crazy. that arcade game was alright, but just because it was a, you know, mindless four-player beat-em-up or yeah. six-player beat-em-up. But, like, all the console games, it's like, all the Marvel console games back in the day, we kept trying them, and they kept sucking. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you got, that's just, that period where Marvel wasn't doing hot. <laughs> and yeah, that's a I know, reflection it, of know. it. It was right around or right after, I think it was mid to late 90s, where they filed for bankruptcy. Right. Mm. But even before then, they clearly weren't controlling their IP when it came to fucking video games. Like, they were licensing out games to, like, LJN and shit. <laughs> you know, you had the, yeah, you had the Wolverine game. You had the Wolverine L game that got the Tim Fallon soundtrack. You had Silver Surfer, famously broken game with an amazing soundtrack. But, like, 
you know, it's just like they were just letting anything happen. <laughs> Sometimes you got something good. Most of the time you got something really fucking terrible. <laughs> like, Sometimes uh. you get something good, by which we mean once. One time <laughs> you got something good. Right, that arcade game, and uh, then on consoles, yes, X-Men 2 Clone Wars. Like, what a fucking game. Oh, you know. We don't, oh god, we should just, you know, when's our next redo episode? We need to talk Clone Wars, man. We need to talk cold <laughs> opens in video games again. That, that shit was dope. <laughs> it made up for all those other bad ones. Yeah. Like, they were all so bad. It was so good. Um, but yeah, man, fucking great pick. Uh, you know, soundtrack fine. X-Men, I just love talking X-Men. Uh, you know, I miss X-Men being good. Who's looking forward to Dark Phoenix? No, but you know what I am looking forward to? <laughs> Go for it, Jess. This lightning round. Uh, what? <laughs> lightning round! <laughs> Alright, so this lightning round, um, you know, I, I went and I went and I took a bunch of different series from games. So, like, you know, Mario, Zelda, Final Fantasy, and whatnot. And I took two games. And they're not the great ones, you know, the bad ones. But you gotta, uh, I'll give you two games from a series, and you have to tell me which one got the lowest score based on Metacritic. Oh, and no. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because, you know, even the good games have bad games, too. So. <laughs> and I care so much about Metacritic. <laughs> well, it's just a, a place, you know. No, it's it's arbitrary. Yeah. It's a fine arbitrary lightning round. I, I'm in I'm in favor of it because yeah. Oh, I can't wait for this. All right, let's see. Start with uh, John. Yeah. And uh, this is a Mario series. So, uh, Doctor Mario sixty four or Mario Party three. I. Was unaware there was a Dr. Mario 64. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm picking which one got the higher score? The lower score, the worst game. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, this seems like game. a trap. Because I feel like Mario Party 3 would have been finally received. So I'm going to say lower score was Mario Party 3. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. Dr. Mario 64 scored God. a 71. <laughs> That's a fairly respectable score. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <is> it. <laughs> they're not. They're not all going to be clunkers, but it's some a of them. C okay. minus, John. I lived on C minus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, David. Uh, Triforce Heroes or Four Swords Adventure? <laughs> I feel like Four Swords Adventures was lower. Oh, sorry. Triforce Heroes got a 73, and Four Swords got an 86. I was gonna really? Say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, Johnny. Final Fantasy Explorers <laughs> or Final Fantasy 13-2? Oh, fuck. I'm gonna say Explorers. That is correct yeah. with a 69. Nice. 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 <laughs> All right, John. The Mega Man Battle Chip Challenge or Mega Man X8? Oh, man, you're giving me the hard ones. Those both sound like hot <laughs> fucking garbage. 
<laughs> I'm gonna give the lower score to Battleship Challenge. Because X8 did. Yes! With a 54. <laughs> X8 would have seemed like a fucking god tier game after Tornado Tunyon. <laughs> X8 got a 68. <laughs> okay, right. fair enough. David. Bomberman Tournament or Bomberman Land? I'm gonna go with Tournament? Incorrect. Oh. Tournament got an 88, while Land got a 57. Oof. Tournament right, Johnny. <laughs> Castlevania Curse of the Darkness or Castlevania Lords of Shadow? Oh, I'm gonna say Lords of Shadow. Incorrect. Ah, oh. it was Curse of Darkness was a seventy. <laughs> All right, John, back to you. Uh, Street Fighter EX three or Street Fighter X Tekken. Oh no! Because <laughs> <laughs> see, Street Fighter Cross Tekken falls in a time when people were fucking you know shitty towards things, so it might be that. But I have to go. No, fuck it. I'm going Street Fighter Cross Tekken. It's got to be the worst. Oh, sorry. <laughs> X3 got a 64, while X Tekken got a 79. Bullshit, that was a 79. Oh, mm. You know, see, ooh. <laughs> Critics are stupid. <laughs> I didn't say it was right. I, I know, <laughs> that's the beauty of it. They're all stupid. All right, David. Sonic Boom Shattered Crystal or <laughs> Sonic Riders? Oh, well, because I think Shattered Crystal is the, like, 3DS one, which I think was... Uh... It's the one where he turns Sonic loose in a china shop. <laughs> Shattered Crystals or Riders? Yes. I'm gonna say Sonic Boom was lower. Yes, with a 47. Hey! He's on the board! <laughs> Alright, Johnny, with the last one. Pokemon Battle Revolution or Pokemon Magikarp Jump? Oh, God. <laughs> this sounds too easy. I'm going with Magikarp Jump. Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Pokemon Battle Revolution with a 53. So, everyone got one point, so... The, uh, <laughs> what a <laughs> round! A fighting round. <laughs> no, man, it was good. It just it firmed this thing up. Oh, fuck. Johnny, take it to the calculating computer, my man. Oh, whoop. Where'd my computer go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fine, I'll take it to the mudkip sound. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Beeps. As John's trivia said, a diddling scandal. Beeps. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is John Regan. Damn. I got the most points tonight. I know. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, but it's so appropriate. Johnny, you're the Bortles of Game That Tune. Uh, you're, yep. s- you're so inconsistent. <laughs> Sometimes you're just on point. You're slinging those tracks. The soundboard's working. The fucking show starts on time. And sometimes... You know, the other thing. So, yeah, it's it's a perfectly t- themed win. Now, you know, speaking of Blake Bortles, can you can you finally explain to me what a pick six is? Because I still don't know what that actually is. <laughs> oh, God, I still wish we had a bonus game plan so we could start playing a six game right now. A pick six is when you throw an interception and the other team returns it for a touchdown. Six points. Uh, they pick the ball off. They return it for six points. Okay. So... It's all right, John. You know, I thought you it was a I, kind of lotto ticket. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like it, right? Like, you know, it's the super power ball, which Blake Bortles was not good at throwing. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but you're you're in Baltimore now. You got to get into fucking football. <laughs> like, mm. You got you got to be a, a Ravens fan, man. Nevermore. Exactly. Oh, dude, you should show up to all the Ravens games in your most, like, Edgar Allan Poe outfit possible. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it. Um, But anyway, in the meantime, before you get into uh, Ravens football, mediocre football that it is, uh, it's time to pick a theme for next uh, next week's episode. So, Johnny, what are you thinking, man? Um, you know, that's a good question. Part of me just wants to go with my standard of free play. Part of me wants to go with, you mentioned that I'm in Baltimore. I'm like, oh, what if we did games with real locations? But I think we did that recently. <laughs> uh, yeah, United States games, too. <laughs> yeah, damn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, it could be like any real world location. True. True, true, true. Um, what ideas do insane. you guys have for themes? No, John, you gotta be quick on your feet, <laughs> then, Bortles. Then why did you win? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're Bortlesing this whole thing up. <laughs> all right, all right. Games featuring food. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, all right. Are you hungry, John? I, I'm, I'm curious to dive into why you chose that thing. Because <laughs> you mentioned crabs like two seconds ago. And you got me thinking about them. Yeah, you're Baltimore. You know, it's there's so many can themes for Baltimore. Crab games, John mm. Waters games, mm. uh, <laughs> fucking the Wire games, Edgar um, Allan Poe games. I love Pink Flamingo '64. Yeah, exactly, games with birds, the Ravens. Uh, but no, food games. Fine, fuck it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> What a theme! <laughs> I, I love the idea of John just like, what do you think of for next episode? Well, I was thinking we uh, could maybe do uh, games featuring lamps. I was going to say, games with walls. Uh, games that are recording games. an episode of Game That Tune. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> games featuring food. Yeah, I'm into theme. it. Yeah, because quite frankly, I'm hungry. Um, you know, <laughs> fuck it, dog. I'm hungry. Uh, it's gonna be a great episode. How, I can't wait to see how his bonus music ties into food. It's it gonna be locked and loaded. Because <laughs> <laughs> guess what, Jesse? Journey to Silius. It's all about food. He's <laughs> like, got some food-based Journey to Silius music queued up. But yeah, join us next week for games featuring food. You know, food games. Johnny's such excellent theme. And uh, thank you all for listening tonight. What a great episode. Uh, tons of fun. Thank you to everybody watching along live with us. We're live every 
Normally Wednesday, this is a Thursday episode, we're live Wednesday nights, uh, twitch.tv slash game that tune, youtube.com slash game that tune, facebook.com slash game that tune. Hit us up, join us in our uh, chat rooms, in our Discord server, find the link at game that tune.com and chat along with us. We love talking to you guys and having you here for the show. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast form. We come out on Wednesday mornings, iTunes, or anywhere that you get your podcasts. So check us out, uh, give us a listen, you know, tell a friend, make them listen, force them to listen, tie them up, <laughs> and make them listen to an episode of Game That Tune. And they'll be like, hey, man, these tunes are good. These guys, okay, take or leave it. But, like, I like the tunes. So this is a podcast I want to listen to. Um,. And then once they listen to it and you let them go, send them over to patreon.com slash game that tune because it's the home for more fun exclusives. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on there. We got mixtapes, we got Jesse's covered up show, we've got GTT gems, we've got movie commentaries. We just recorded that fresh one for fucking Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Uh, that you know, practically the Voldemort of video game movies at this point. Like let's just not let's just not anymore. <laughs> like, I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I know you did, John. <laughs> uh, and that's why we ended up with games with food for next week. Um, but yeah, thanks to everybody checking us out on Patreon. Head over there, unlock some fun exclusives. Special thanks to our super fan tier producers, Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles. You guys are all fantastic, and we appreciate the support. Uh, thank you to John Henderson over at GTT Radio for the request tonight. Uh, thank you to everybody listening to GTT Radio. That's at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash GameThatTune. Always streaming video game music around the clock and always taking requests. And uh, you know you can send us your request there. You can send us your request uh, via email, gamethattune at gmail.com. You can send us a request to our uh, Twitter handle, at gamethattune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, at jgangsta187. You can find David Fleming on Twitter, at... DFD Fleming. You can find Jesse Moore on Twitter, at... Sega underscore legend. And you can find John Regan, this week's winner, uh, Mr. Food and Stuff himself, on Twitter at <laughs> JP Regan JR. Hell yeah, fellas. So, uh, Johnny, you've got the bonus tunes, and you can't play Baby T Rex, so I'm curious to hear what you're going to play for your bonus tunes tonight. Give and take, going home, side zone, check out it. 
Automobile Lamborghini is copyright 1997 Titus Interactive. Toxic Crusaders is copyright 1992 Infogrames Entertainment SA. Journey to Silius is copyright 1990 Sunsoft. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back is copyright 1992 LucasArts Entertainment Company. X-Men is copyright 1993 Western Technologies. So it's a hat trick. <laughs> hey now. Welcome to Game oh, That You. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I put those buttons next to each other? <laughs> Games of food. <laughs> hey man, you know, that's the kind of thinking on your feet that you gotta do. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, you know, I honestly, I, you know, kind of envision this show taking on kind of like an improv vibe, kind of like a comedy bang bang. Yes, and you know, doing some character work. And, you know, I didn't tell you guys that. So, yeah. <laughs> it's time you. to come up with a theme and, like, literally pull it from your ass. Johnny, you're doing it, man. You, you know, you're there. Like, <laughs> games with food. Perfect. Games with rip. Games with ripping ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. God. Smokey the bear eating people's ass. Mm, games with bears. No. Better yet, games with ass. <laughs> <laughs>